Yeah, we're like little pirates out there. Little pirates, really little boat, and really big fish on episode 47, brought to you by ReelsandTackle.com. Welcome to the Telltale Fisherman Podcast, where avid anglers share the story of their best fishing day ever to inspire yours. Now it's time for another epic adventure. So here's your host, John Woodson. All right, welcome to the show. Today's guest is Patrick Patterson, who's coming to us from sunny South Florida. Pat, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Oh, doing very well, and um, excited to talk with you today about all those cool fish you get to catch down there uh, in South Florida. We've already uh, chatted with with a guest or two uh, from your area who fish for the peacocks, and I know you do as well. So, um, yeah, that's something a lot of us are uh, really intrigued by and would love to get down there and catch a few. So I'm anxious to hear what uh, your take is on those. But before we you know, jump into the fishing, how about we just uh, talk about you for a minute and have you tell us what you do between fishing trips? All right. Sounds good. Um, well, when I'm not fishing, I'm working. And when I'm working, I'm a tattoo artist. Oh, how cool. And, uh, so yeah. I, I'm thinking that you were a good uh, artist before that, that uh, you ha- you were an accomplished uh, drawer and, you know, had a lot of practice before you kind of transitioned into live body art. Is that how that progression typically goes? I mean, typically you have a pretty decent art background and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone takes you on as an apprentice based off of your art, just, you know, your mentality and drive yeah. and all that. So is it a little scary the first time you actually do one on a person, you know, with that permanent ink, you know, <laughs> are you hearing a little shaky? It was scary probably the first hundred times, oh. you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, it's always a little weird, you know, putting that on someone for a life, but it's really rewarding that, you know, they trust you to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so are you the, uh, the master of the fish tattoo? Uh, I don't know if I'm the master of the fish <laughs> tattoo, but I mean, I definitely get to do a few really cool ones here and there. Um, I work with a lot of guys that fish as well and do a lot of fishing tattoos as well so it's, it's really cool oh man yeah i was gonna say in your uh, neck of the woods down there with all the epic fishing you have i would bet there's more than a few folks who are interested in cool fishing tattoos so you'd, you'd be the guy for it definitely <laughs> oh man well obviously you know love fishing and uh you even get to incorporate it in your art sometimes that's really cool but uh just let's just talk a little bit about some of that fishing you do get to do down there and you know what what your favorite types of fishing are um well primarily i like to do bass fishing um mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of the local lakes around here um lake clark shores lake osborne lake ida mm-hmm. and uh when I get the chance, I drive out to Okeechobee and try and fish out in Okeechobee as much as I can. You know, it's like only about 50 mile drive, but yeah, you know, I only get to fish kind of like twice a week on my days off. So I got to kind of like choose right. where to go and how far I want to travel and stuff like that. And uh, I also get to fish another really cool place. Uh, it's the Loxahatchee National Wildlife Reserve. It's a cool little spot as well. Oh, neat. So that's kind of as you're getting into the Everglades. I mean, is it sort of on the border of the Everglades? Kind of like the most, it's like the northern part of the Everglades. It's okay. in Palm Beach County, so it's not super far south. 
it's kind of like a big Everglades flat that's just west of Palm Beach County and uh, 441 and stuff like that. And there's a big kind of rim canal that goes around the whole reserve. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's pretty good distance. You know, it stretches all the way from Palm Beach down to Coral Springs. And it does like a big loop and comes all the way back to the backside of it could be real rewarding some days or it could be a real grind, you know, <laughs> Yep, absolutely. Now, before, just a minute ago, you said uh, bass fishing is, is what you like to do best. Now, in most parts of Florida, when you say bass, you know, you're talking about largemouth bass. But down there, you it, it's not just that one species. Um, so I take it you do both largemouth and peacock bass fishing, right? Yeah, yeah, I love to go for the peacocks, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, get like when i fish the uh local chain uh osborne and lake Hart shores and ida you'll get lucky to catch some of those when you're artificial fishing and mm-hmm. then um when you kind of have a real good day you know you'll get some live bait and get out there and start getting some good spots and catching the peas and you know you catch some clown knives in between too with the uh, live bait and everything and, you know that's really cool the peas fight real cool they're real bright beautiful and uh it's a real awesome fish to get Oh, yeah, yeah. You sent us a few pictures of you with peacock bass that uh, we're going to be sharing. And, uh, man, just some spectacular looking fish. And uh, uh, we're looking forward to sharing those pictures with everybody when we release the episode here. But, um, awesome. yeah, so so live bait fishing for those kind of fish. And we talked, I, I, you and I had talked a little bit about this before, but um, you see Captain Kevin down there on occasion going through those Lake Ida canals. Uh, he was on a previous yep. episode of the show, um, Captain Kevin Cannon. Um, so, yep. yeah, y'all are, y'all are getting on the good fish, that's for sure. Yeah, we're super fortunate to have such an awesome fishery, you know, um, it's uh, sometimes, you know, you get to go a little further south and there's even more chances for really great peacocks when you get down Broward County and Miami and, uh, you know, fishing around Broward County, you could uh, go out and snakehead fishing as well, which is another awesome species we get to chase around when the uh, chance yeah. arises. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about those and where you find them and how you like to target them. Um, I mean, pretty much down around like the Weston and Broward area and the canals and even a lot of the like little local lakes and the neighborhoods and stuff like that. Um, the Kessie snakeheads or bullseye snakeheads. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like a long, slender kind of fish. I mean, they can get pretty chunky, but it was some people like confuse bow fins for snakeheads, but they uh, definitely look way different, you know? Yeah. They're, they're real cool. Um, when you go chasing them, you'll throw, they like to go after top water a lot, like a lot of like frogs and stuff like that, like buzz frogs. And, okay. You know, ripping them across the surface and, uh, They'll come up and wake them behind them and just snatch them a little bit, or you can get them flipping under brush piles and stuff like that too sometimes. So that's Real actually cool. a that's a pretty exciting bite then to go after those uh, snakeheads on topwater, I suspect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's real cool uh, watching them come up after, you know, because they usually real good wake. And you can kind of anticipate it. And- Man, that's that's pretty awesome. And then I suppose you do a little bit of uh, salt fishing from time to time, as I understand yeah. we're going to talk about here in a minute but uh just kind of generally what what saltwater fishing do you have available down there for the folks who aren't familiar with the area oh i mean palm beach county you get it all you know you can go out just often on on the right time you can get sailfish during the winter real good and pretty much get one here or there through the year um get a lot of wahoo bites and you know your typical bottom fish snapper and you know go chase cobias and stuff like that when this time is right it's it's really awesome 
Yeah, and you've got great inshore fishing as well. Do you get to do much of that? I don't get to do too much inshore. Um, most of the time, I stick to like bass fishing a lot. That's kind of my number one thing. Um, mm-hmm. I've done a little bit of it. I just uh, never really put the time into doing that a ton. You know what I mean? Which is probably pretty weird being like super South Florida growing up and everything. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a classy problem to have to have all of those different fish to chase and you know not enough time to do it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there ain't so much to do. Yeah, yeah, no, you got a lot of great options for sure. But I try to get offshore when the when the weather's right. You know, I got a twenty foot sport craft that I uh, that I own, and um, when it's right, and I have someone to go out with, I don't always have friends to go out with. You can't really go offshore alone; it's not the best idea, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but when when we get a chance, we go out there and uh, try to get into. Uh, I really like trolling for wahoo. That's my number one favorite thing to do when I'm out there, and then. You know, of course, bottom fishing after that. So we like to chase. We do a little bit of high-speed trolling for them and run, you know, up in Palm Beach. So we'll run from Palm Beach County down to pretty much like Boca and uh, try and hook up from there and then bottom fish back up. So how far of a distance is that that you'll cover once you get out of the inlet and back? Maybe like 30 miles or so. Okay. Give or take, you know, definitely going up and back. Like uh, we'll get out right about sunrise and start trolling and then mm-hmm. by the we'll get done trolling about nine or 10 o'clock, you know, and, uh, start bottom fishing from there. And we're just in Boca by then. Yeah. So it's a good, good couple hour zigzagging back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a nice little trip on a, uh, 20 foot boat out on the uh, big pond there. Oh yeah. It's, it's awesome. I love going out. Well, I understand. And we're going to take a quick break here. But when we get back that you're going to tell us an epic saltwater fishing story. So everybody hang tight and we'll be right back. If you park your boat on an incline, you have to be careful to make sure it stays where you drop it. A wheel ring chalk for wheeled trailer jacks is a big help. They're inexpensive and they make sure that the wheel stays on a block if you elevate the jack. I use it with my boat all the time. And if you want to check it out, go to tell.fish slash gear in your browser. We have a link to it there. Okay, we are back with Pat Patterson. And we are now going to talk about the most epic day of fishing he's had. And I understand it involves saltwater, right? That's right. So was this right down there in your area where you went fishing out of? Yeah, right out of, uh, we actually went out of Boynton Beach here in Palm County. Okay. Cool. So off, offshore fishing then, obviously, and uh, what was what was the plan that day? Well, actually, we woke up, and we went on the drift boat that morning, and uh, kind of just standard drift boat fishing, a little bottom fish here and there, and mm-hmm. once we were done with that, we noticed, you know, it was super flat out, and I have just a little 13-foot Boston whaler that I had at the time, and we are like, dude, we could just come out here in the whaler. People come out here in kayaks and little boats all the time. Let's just come out here and get after it ourselves. Well, so this is cool. So you go out on the on the head boat for, what, five, six hours, something like that? About five hours, yep. <laughs> and then come back in, and you're ready for round two and go grab yeah. your boat and head back out on the ocean. Man, that's... Yeah, we got our, our that's boat. That's our core. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it was kind of slow, and we, you know, we would have taken the little one out in the morning because we thought it was going to be a little, uh, little bumpier out there than it was. So once we right. got out on the drift boat, we were like, oh man, we could have just taken the little thing out and done this ourselves. So, so the bottom fishing is not 
doing much for you. But so what 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 had you thinking that uh, there might be something else going on? Well, I mean, I have all the, the trolling stuff. We had a couple trolling rods, and uh, so we shot out the inlet, and we're like, you want to give it a shot for a little while? We could troll, because we shoot out the inlet and head south to a certain area, and then we kind of start bottom fishing from there back up. Oh, okay. So we, yeah. figured we, we, we figured we would uh, just shoot out and kind of troll up until the fishing area, and if we get hit, we get hit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So um, did you take the time to get frozen bait and rig it up ballyhoo that's what i'm trying to think of i mean did you do all that or were you just trolling lures yep no we had uh actually got some ballyhoo that we had and got got that on a uh like a red skirt and mm-hmm. just kind of put it out there with a, another uh, like purple and black skirt and we were trolling about 300 foot of water you know back and forth three to one about 185 feet or so and just zigzagging back and forth Be- behind a 13 foot boston whaler Behind a 13-foot boxing <laughs> wheeler, that's right. Yeah, we're like little pirates out there. There you go. Well, I I assume that uh, something came up to investigate that red-skirted bait. That's it, yeah. We were trolling along, and I was like, we are going. I was like, I feel like we're going, you know, maybe we could go a little faster, you know what I mean? So I uh, bumped up the throttle a little bit, and not two minutes after that, we had a reel just start screaming, and, um, you know, I told my buddy to grab the reel and I started clearing the other line and you know I got that line in and we just kept a little forward forward motion and he just just started reeling and you know we didn't know what we had at first you know we're out there super green not exactly knowing <laughs> what we're doing you know yeah so uh I never had really anybody to take me out fishing and show me how to do all this stuff you know we are all just kind of flying by night and learning as we go well, apparently that uh, fish didn't mind. No, I guess he didn't mind what we had out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we uh, sit there and we're fighting and fighting and fighting. And we're like, man, you know, it's staying down. It's going to be, it's gonna be, you know, a big king or a, or a wahoo or, you know, it, it could be a barracuda. Who knows? You know, right. we're just not too sure. But we're super excited and um, fighting it for a while. And then it gets up next to the boat and we both just, just let out this great yell. You know, it's a wahoo. <laughs> oh man and uh it's all us and you know when they see the boat they like take off again so it's <laughs> yeah absolutely. shot back down so it's shot back down and my my friend uh kept fighting it and you know and we're just so happy that it's a wahoo it's the coolest thing so we're getting it up next to the boat and my adrenaline's just pumping you know what i mean and this is like the first big fish i'm ever gonna gaff or anything like that and uh yeah and he's I'm half like the size wipe- of the boat too yeah, right half the size of it. So I started like swiping at this fish, like you know, like not even trying to get it the right way. And I luckily kind of gaff it, and then he kind of comes off the gaff, and you know, like oh no, we're gonna lose this thing, you know. And luckily we kind of uh, got him right next back to the boat, and I got him that time and pulled him up into the boat, and they could have probably heard us from shore yelling, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's funny. My buddy goes, are we going to keep it? And I was like, yeah, we're going to keep it, of course. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's uh, one of the most prized uh, eating fish in the sea. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was super cool. And uh, after we caught that Wahoo, we were, you know, we kind of sat and let the adrenaline wear off for a little bit. And we're just sitting out there floating, laughing it off, having a good time. And I'm just standing on my little whaler, you know, and I see the shadows starting to come towards the boat. And uh, all of a sudden, this big whale shark 
just swims right past the boat not oh five minutes goodness. after we've caught this fish and it was like a little bigger than the actual boat and i just like <laughs> couldn't <laughs> i couldn't get the words out of my mouth to tell my friend like what was coming up towards the boat and then you know he noticed it and we were just it swam around the boat a couple times and checked us out and uh kind of just left after that so it was just our day you know oh my gosh yeah that must be i've seen pictures but i can't it's hard to even imagine what something looks something like that looks like in the water swimming up to you, yeah. especially in a 13-foot boat. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm standing there, you know, you're, you're right on the water, standing on the front deck, and I see this shadow coming. I'm like, what is that, you know? And I see a little bit of a school of fish, and then this just big whale shark behind it. And, I mean, from what I've been told, it's still kind of a small one because it was only about, 14 feet or so you know it was but it was bigger than our boat <laughs> just a little <laughs> tiny one. <laughs> oh, that, that was really awesome how cool is that so uh, you know here here you are you've got this uh big wahoo which I, i'm taking it you don't have any cooler in the boat it's certainly not a fish box that's meant to uh yeah. house this thing right yeah we had like a little 40 quart cooler you know what i mean luckily <laughs> yeah. it had a bunch of ice in it so we just like pull the wahoo into the little like middle of the boat and just dump the whole cooler of ice on top of it. You know what I mean? To keep it cold while we, uh, kind of took it in and bottom fished a little bit. And we just were like, you know, we should just go in. So, you know, we, we go in and we're showing off our prize to the people on the pier watching us come in like crazy people on our little (laughs) bitty boat, you know, (laughs) Well, that's the most fun part is to pull up a fish like that out of the boat, right? When you get back on shore and <laughs> yeah, show it off to everybody. Oh yeah, man, we pull up to the pull up to the dock and everybody's like, "Oh, you guys went out in that?" And we're like, "Yep, and we got this thing right here." <laughs> that that, uh, that hushed the Snickers in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah, they were like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Can I go out with you next time?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that. I'm thinking that was a pretty interesting scene trying to maneuver the boat and stand up and fight that fish close quarters yeah, my like buddy, that. He actually like just kind of sat down on the back deck and put his feet against the transom and just kind of just worked it in and just really, he did a really great job. He yeah. did it nice and slow and, you know, we kept a little forward momentum on the boat. And, you yep. know, I mean, I had watched, talked to a couple people about it and watched a video or two, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, we're, we're just crazy for even being out there in the first place for a little <laughs> bitty thing like that. Yeah, it's basically well, like a glorified John boat the size of it. <laughs> well, it got the job done that day, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've graduated to that 20-footer that I got now since then and uh, kind of perfected the uh, the system a little bit better. But <laughs> Right, right. So so still out there and uh, still after the Wahoo and that in the big boat now? Yeah, we did a, we got another one this past, uh, fall, you know, um, just before the weather turned and, uh, we've, I've, uh, started doing a lot of like high speed trolling for them and I'll do it with lures and stuff like that. And, uh, we got another one right around 33 pounds. Oh, nice. Off off of a, uh, Yozuri. And so you, you guys don't actually have to go that far off to get into the stream in the, in the target area for those, right? Yeah. Yeah, not even too bad. I mean, for the who around here, we don't even got to get all the way out to the golf stream or anything. I just pretty much go from like 
400 foot back out to 85 and just kind of ride the ridge line that's from pretty much like Jupiter to down to Miami. There's a big like ridge line and a reef line that kind of runs all the way down. Nice. So is that maybe two, three miles offshore, something like that? Yeah, it's only just a couple miles, just just about, yeah, just a couple miles, because it gets deep pretty quick here off Palm Beach County. Yeah, well, I'm jealous. I'm up a little farther north of you up in Orlando, and we got to get, uh, you know, past the 20-mile mark normally to even start thinking yeah. about catching Wahoo like that. So a um, little little more of a boat ride, but they're, they're out yep. there and definitely worth oh, yeah. chasing. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could get after them more often. It's just... Uh, Gets to be a little too sporty for my uh, twenty footer out there. <laughs> you definitely got to pick your days. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you certainly live in the place to do it. Wow, well, that's man, it. that's uh, that's awesome to catch a fish like that off of any boat is uh, is a spectacular day. But uh, to do it off of a little Boston whaler and then have a big uh, whale shark surprise at the end. Man, what an incredible day that must have been. Yeah, it was really awesome. It was a, just a nice little extra prize right at the end to see something like that in the wild. You know, I've seen one in the aquarium and stuff, but just to see it right there swim past your boat, that was uh, really cool. Oh, man. Well, Pat, that was awesome, and I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing that story with us. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Here at the Telltale Fisherman Podcast, we are looking to record the most epic fishing stories from around the planet. If you are listening to us from outside the U.S., we would love to have you share an epic fishing adventure from your country. Go to www.tell.fish slash guest to sign up to be on the show today. This has been the Telltale Fisherman Podcast. Thanks for sharing another great tale with us. Be sure to check out the show notes page for more info on today's show and the gear we talked about. Keep those lines tight and we'll catch you next time right here on the Telltale Fisherman Podcast.